Aloha, all my money makers out there. This is Indar Lang, and we're live today at our podcast number 38, Squatters. What do you do about squatters in your property? What's it like? My name's Indar, and we're going to dive on into it. Let's have some fun, and let's talk about squatters. If I told you guys that that subscribe button is the only thing that's separating you from financial freedom, because knowledge is power, I'm going to give you all the knowledge so you can succeed in life. So what is a squatter, guys? What is a squatter? Um, we buy these properties often with people just sneaking in there. I just talked to a friend just today. He's in Illinois. He posted his property for rent, and once he put it on rent, the a person seen that this property is vacant, the person went into the property, broke the locks, got in, and started squatting in the property. So a squatter is basically somebody living in a property without a lease, without your unbeknownst knowledge to you as a homeowner. Um, they don't have a lease. And this word gets technical, especially here in Hawaii. If they have a lease, um, some foreign lease that they say they have or something written document, then they become a tenant. And a tenant and a squatter is very different and very hard to deal with a tenant compared to a squatter. Squatters are more trespassing, more uh, almost a little less easy, easier to deal with sometimes. Uh, tenant... Um, you know, they have legal documents and it's going to be a lot more encumbersome court-wise. Um, a little bit about us. I probably dealt with, I don't know, 20 to 30 different squatters. Some hard, some easy. Um, you never know what you're going to get. Um, I have so many different stories, but let me tell you some. <laughs> um, let me tell you some fun stories. So we bought many properties and... Um, it's, it's sad. It's, you know, I really feel for a lot of these people. They have no place to go. Most of the time, they're either you know, on drugs or just not in the right state of mind. And I feel for the people. We always come right away with good intentions. So I would recommend anyone dealing with squatters, come with good intentions off the bat, you know, no matter what. It, these are people. These are real people with real, you know, just real problems. And so always come with a good intention. And I've always started with that you always have to start with that because hey you want to help people we had one time we had a squatter in eva beach um and it was just a bank for closed property and they came in there and they started squatting there for years foreclosures normally take four or five years sometimes the property was vacant for four years she came in and she was living there for about a year and a half her and her kids she had a whole family and i said hey you know we'll buy this we're gonna buy this property from the banks and um, you know you have to be out by time I come earlier. Once I get it under contract, I already start that conversation with these people. So I gave her 30 days at the time. I was still buying it, and uh, and uh, she ended up. Uh, we ended up the the we we're about to close. The the sheriffs came by and changed the lock, and actually ended up kicking her out and getting her to leave. I still kept to my word. I gave her money to help her. We actually helped moving some of her stuff. So even though the sheriffs um, already kind of did what I needed to do without us before even closing it, uh, we still just helped her. Um, you know, you know, in the scheme of things, what's you know, what's a couple grand to help somebody? And it's a you know, she's a family. So we often come with just good intentions. Well, we'll do. I always would do cash for keys. Hey, Mr. Squatter. Um, you know, I love, you know, to make this a win-win for both of us. What could we do to help you, help us, you know, take, you know, this to the next level? 
we would ultimately have to pay a lawyer anyway and spend, you know, three grand. I've spent up to 15 grand with lawyer fees. So why don't you take this, let's say, three grand of money and you get to use it instead of me giving it to a lawyer. It can help you with down payments. It can help you with uh, the moving of it all. You know, it can help you do a lot because ultimately, you know, we'll win. It's just a matter of time of how long it'll take us to win these properties. Um, and I've had a, a person one time I've, I was going to give three grand and I, I just left it open. I didn't say how much, you know, I'll give you some money to, to help them help you move out. This was a long time ago, maybe like six, seven years ago. And the guy just said, just give me 300 bucks and I'll be gone. And I was going to give him a lot more and he, he was fine with 300. Um, you know, he was a, he was a chronic, he was a drug addict and he took the money and, um, you know, he was he was gone, so he did leave his his dog behind, which was kind of sad. Um, I don't call to him in society, by the way, for dogs. Um, I often get a few times we got property with dogs. You know, one time we were able to give it away to somebody we knew. Um, another time, um, I think a neighbor took one, and then a few other times, you know, I don't call the humane society because I think the humane society they put them to sleep. So I'd rather just give the dog their best opportunity. We'll, we'll give them some food, water, and let the cages, why and I will let the cages loose. You know, maybe the dog just has a better shot at life. You know, here you go, Mr. Dog, take a, you know, ha have a, have your own opportunity to, to make it if we can't do nothing for the dog. Uh, most of the time, they're kind of, um, you know, malnutritioned or scary dogs. Um, so, um, if it is a nice dog, we'll let him just let him loose, give him his own shot. But you can't do that with people. You can't just let him loose, right? So how do you deal with them? So cash for keys is always great. You can start start off low. You can always come up higher. You know, two, one, two, three grand. You know, even up to five grand if you're really desperate. Um, you kind of feel out that person and for what their needs are. If they're you know uh, have a lot of stuff, you know, offer a moving truck. Um, you you try to offer help and to make it an easy situation for them. Uh, we had this property up in Hawaii Kai, uh, where she got foreclosed on uh, an old lady and um, an older lady, but she was living there. She got foreclosed on in uh, 2006, and she was living there rent-free. So she was living there for free for all those years. She was boarded up. She would only come out at 5.30, and uh, we were buying this auction property we won at the court courtroom steps and um, we we started a process as soon as I got on the contract started talking to her figuring out I had to come at 530 on the dot when she would sneak out using electricity from the neighbors she was bringing water in you know everything's turned off and these people are squatting living in this house she ended up um, was very hard to deal with she called the cops on us um, and at this point we owned the property already we were talking to the daughter and we had some kind of communication going on the cops um, are n normally you know they're helpful to us so she called the cops but she didn't unbeknownst i knew the cop he helped me with another house um, and he kind of helped us out you know he he let her know you know she could be arrested she didn't have a lease she was just a squatter she was a she was a person squatting in a house that got foreclosed on, so she was trespassing. And um, we did we did come to an agreement, hey, I'll give you a week more, and we'll we'll get you on to the next place. She ended up moving, or the cops was going to arrest her. Um, so sometimes, you know, the combination of just being nice, being friendly to the, even the cops and those people are 
really, really helpful. Uh, another one on Big Island we had, um, where uh, it, it, it was in Waikoloa, and it, these um, this guy does a really good scam. He finds vacant properties, and then he goes and puts um, renters in there. He puts his he's like a drug guy, and he'll go put his druggy uh, sales guys. I don't know how to call it, but his lower sales guys into these into this properties all over Waikoloa. He's he's known for this. And uh, we went and bought it, and uh, he knows how to play the game. He knows how to drag it out. And we were playing the game, and we went to court, and he's dragging out the court. Um, even the judges uh, just, you know, they can't do nothing. The judge knows it's a game, but he knows how to drag it out. And um, we finally uh, got the right to evict uh, to, to with the courts, and uh, he still wasn't moving out. Um, happened to be one day he called the cops on us now we own the property we have evictions everything he calls the cops on us the cop comes down the cop lives right up the street he knows everything about this house and how it's they're selling drugs out of it and you know the cop doesn't want that in his neighborhood so the cop you know he just told hey don't worry i got this put me on the side and just like started reaming the guy the guy was uh, you know, really tattooed up and just a drug, druggy kind of guy. So the cop really, really helped us on that one as well. So these are cops. Normally, you don't get the help of cops in squatters and in evictions. You have to get sheriffs, and sheriffs handle the evictions. But sheriffs um, normally can't do nothing unless you have a writ to evict, and that's a piece of paper that comes from the courts. So we're just working backwards now, guys. So to get that piece of paper, the courts, the eviction, you have to take somebody to court. Um, to take somebody to court, they have to be a renter normally, and you have to um, serve them either a notice, a 45-day notice of eviction, or um, there's other different ways to evict people, you know, um, not following the lease and having animals in your property or any kind of breach of the contract. You can do some different types of uh, evictions in that process. Um, but then in Hawaii, we are a democratic state. We are a heavily in favor of the tenant type of state where the landlord is supposed to carry the cost of you know people. I guess it's the landlord's job to pay for our state. So they make it very hard for evictions. Um, so much so that tenants can keep um, delaying court matters. I have one that tenant tried to countersue the judge. He tried to countersue, um, he did all this kind of weird paperwork. He, he made up the most the weirdest things, but the second he does that, then it has to be taken care of. Um, in Hawaii, we have, we have a, um, adverse uh, protection uh, adverse um, uh, it's basically if you own a property over 20 years and you take care of it you have uh, ad adverse uh, you can keep the property so if somebody says they've been in a property for 20 years or even it's a land or something they prove they have pictures of them taking care of the property or whatnot um, 
then that has to be disputed. So the second somebody says that, you know, even on property, then that has to be disputed. So that's just more time, more lawyer fees, and more things that you're going to have to deal with. So these are all things I've dealt with, and it's not easy. We just had an eviction; took 14 months. Um, we had an eviction once on the Big Island that we won the evictions, and uh, the, actually this happened in Waianae as well, where we won the eviction. The renters still will not move out. The cops can't force people like can't grab them anymore because of they're worried about getting sued so that you have to have off-duty cops come on the side it's it's really just a really hard process you know we're not like we're texas you get you got to get out you can change the locks right away you can't really do that here in hawaii um you know we've had uh, a squatter once really really damaging our property very very much so and he was on drugs and um i knew uh, a I knew this guy who was kind of working for us, kind of a vagabond, you know, lived out of his car, lived at friends' places. I was like, hey, dude, um, these squatters are kind of in and out of our house, but they had locks. They would lock it, so we couldn't really take over the property. He's like, here you go. Here's our property. Here's a lease. I gave my my guy a lease. You go live at that house. Take off all the doors off the hinges. Eat all the food there and just enjoy it. You have a lease. You're my, you're my um, tenant. Um, so he went there and he lived there and ate all her stuff and uh, he was kind of just messy slob kind of piggy guy and you wouldn't want to live with this guy basically he's a big guy um, so it kind of worked it kind of chased him out of there um, you know he started just taking over the property basically so it worked to just chase those people out of there um, so you got to be creative <laughs> all these kind of structures um, they there's they have lots of rights here in Hawaii squatters, uh, fake renters, um, even tenants who stop paying their leases. Um, they have a lot of rights in here, and so it makes it hard for a landlord or a new homeowner who's going to come in and have to deal with this problem. And often, no one wants to deal with these problems because it can get costly. I, I mean, we paid fifteen grand one time for lawyer fees, um, you know, for a property. A few times we've paid over. You know, five to ten grand for lawyer fees, um, and there's there's some good lawyers out there, but even them uh, will struggle with it because the law is just in favor of uh, this this tenant. Um, I've tried turning off the water, turning off electricity. Uh, the courts ordered us to turn it back on and to pay for it um, because of the quality of life. You know, get it? This is a guy freaking on drugs selling you know have needles at the property and uh, we had to take care of him um, it's 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 just boggling that that this person where all the normal people all of us out there we have to pay rent we have to pay mortgages um, we these people get to live for free and they don't have to pay rent they don't have to pay mortgages um, they we have to take care of them uh, it's just boggling that it's our duty to to take care of um, people. I mean, we work hard and I work hard and we all work hard for our money. So why would they not have to work hard? You know, what's their responsibility? Um, it's just interesting. Um, <laughs> so how could we prevent them from getting in? That's the other part. Uh, once you... A person gets in. We've had a property where we boarded them off. We locked it up really tight. 
it's still they'll they'll do whatever they can to get in you know breaking windows or breaking down a door or changing a lock um, you know whatever it may be they'll figure out a way to get in the property and you just got to keep keep at it you know the second we do evict somebody or get a squatter out of the property we are there changing locks boarding up windows if we needed to making it very hard for them to get back in so the second you do get control you make sure that you take and keep control you know keep water off keep electricity off you know keep it very unlivable if you have to um, for a little bit at least or get working on it right away you know get it the, if it's a it's a fix and flip get demo going start tearing down walls you know no one's going to live in that kind of mess um, so you always want to get get that ready ready to go right away um, you know start show I, I bought a property one time and we showed up thinking that it was empty and vacant contractors the, sh the can showing up everything and we found there's people that just decided to move in right at the last minute um, and what do you do you know you gotta you gotta pull back so we try to just start picking up trash and just making you know it, it clean at least and um, <laughs> we had to we had to back up and we had to deal with the squatter so it's a it's a catch-22 in in it all and there's no easy way to deal with it there's no magic solution to deal with it cash for keys help move them help pay for their removal you know is worth it in the long run even if you have to pay for our moving truck movers and give them a couple thousand bucks like it's tell you what your money ahead if compared to having to go to court not to mention you know what the hard part about going to court is for me, uh, I, I go to court for a lot of stuff all the time. It's not the fact of going to court. It's the fact the, that I have to think about that and I have to stress about that. That's what I, I think is not worth it to me, just to have that on your mind, to deal with that, that clarity in your mind when I should be thinking about bigger and better things, you know, finding deals, making more money. You know, I shouldn't be thinking about you know, this guy shooting needles in my property, you know, in Waianae. And um, it's sad, you know, but these people most of the time are able to work or they're, you know, they're, they're just trying to mooch off society. And that's what I don't like. You know, I'll give these people a job. I'll, I've hired actually one of them one time to help with the yard. Um, you know, I'll help people out. But if they don't want to, they just want to live for free and they want everyone to help them and I don't think that's fair I think we all need to pull our own and take care you know we all work and we all have to pay our own rent or mortgage um, and why not everyone have to do that you know why I don't know <laughs> I don't like dealing with that but um, my I have so many different stories with squatters and renters it's it's just um, you know it, it blows past my mind sometimes. There's a uh, property one time that we bought. Uh, this guy, uh, this guy Courtney Brown, uh, who goes down and buys pre-foreclosed properties. Um, not pre-foreclosed, but um, uh, what is it? Um, it was foreclosed properties, but they're non-judicial foreclosed. So meaning that the banks are not foreclosing. These are like HOAs foreclosing or smaller foreclosures. Most of the time, association closing foreclosing on these properties before the banks. So he'll buy these foreclosed properties for you know three, four, five grand foreclosed maybe a couple years later, and he'll rent it out. 
so we buy these for three, you know, three grand um, from the non-judiciary auctions, and then put these renters in there. And then here I come, I bought a property four years later, and these renters been living there. They don't know what's going on. They think they're renters, and um, they come to find out that, you know, they were just living there temporary. So it's a kind of a, you know, then I got to call the guy Courtney. I got to figure out what's going on and um, obviously you win you know we do everything legally and we do everything right and you you're gonna win at everything you do it's just a matter of how much time or how much money or how much headache it's gonna take and that's that's what it is so even when you buy these properties you're gonna get um, you know we get title insurance we get insurance in general uh, we're buying them straight from the um, you know through escrow and so forth so these are legit properties. You just have to now deal with the problem of the people, the, these people. And um, you know, what is it to you if you know if you do you want to take on that struggle? And they're not easy, and they're not not going to be always simple. You kind of got to expect the worst and hope for the best. And it's it's long. It's long. Uh, you know, when we just did eviction for a year and a half, we're actually just finishing that property right now. You know that was a long journey. You know we're paying hard money loans at three, four thousand dollars a month. You know we're paying we're paying uh, lawyer fees and all that kind of cost. So you have a long journey sometimes ahead of you, and people just don't want to take that on. I mean I don't I don't oppose. I don't know why I want to take it on, but somebody's going to do the deal, so it might as well be me. So. You know, get ready for that long journey that could be ahead of you with people. And some people just know how to work this system. You can delay courts. You can ask for more time. They can use so many different ways to delay the court, delay the court, ask for, you know, a medical. This one guy kept on, he asked for a medical. His, his left knee was hurt. Then all of a sudden his right knee, and he's got a, it's not even, it was a fake it was like a nurse practitioner, somebody signing for him. It was something fake, obviously. But, you know, the court got to listen, and they got to delay and wait for him. You know, he couldn't sit one day, he says. Mind you, this guy's normal and fine. He just knows how to, how to manipulate and use it all. Um, you're just dealing with dishonest people, and it's a stressful time, of course, and legal and sitting in court is very stressful. And that's what I—that's the part I don't like it at all. Well, let me go through a quick process of how to evict them if you haven't kind of got it by now. And um, so basically, if you do have a a person in the property, make sure they don't have a lease. Don't oppose them. Don't ask them to make a lease or anything because they're harder to evict when they have leases. Um, easier to evict when it's just a squatter. Um, you can use it. Even uh, even cops can possibly help you when they're squatters. When they're renters, you, you, they have leases in place. And then you gotta see what part of the lease are they in breach of. Uh, for not paying, you have a 45 day notice for you know, animals or a person that's not on the lease. You can do it even a 10 day notice for those ones. Um, when you do give them that notice, make sure that you give them the proper notice. It's not, there's a real legit way to give a notice. Uh, make sure you have that all in place. Um, make sure you have the dates on there. You do have to have a way to timestamp it if you can get it um, certified mail or served by a server 
or we do everything. So I'll take a picture of it on their mailbox. We'll have it certified mail. We'll have it also um, uh, a server serve them if we can get a hold of them. So we try and do it every way possible to make sure we cover all our bases. Then you have to wait 45 days before you can start the process and then you'll wait. Once you hit 45 days, you can now start the, the eviction process and that could take a month to get a court hearing, um, another month to review. Um, so you're just kind of waiting for the courts at that time. If you gotta go to jury, a jury trial, you know that's months and months down the line um, you should hire an eviction attorney at that point. Definitely have an eviction, eviction attorney uh, from the start. It's too hard to do by yourself. Um, you know, if you if you can do it, great. But it's just it's worth the you know two three grand that you that they start you off at. Um, of course, it goes up. You know, three hundred bucks an hour, so it goes up really quick. Start that process right away as soon as you can. And even if um, if somebody's late on our, our rents and so forth, now we like to even just start that process no matter what. We don't have to necessarily go through the process, but you're just that much more time ahead when, you know, 45 days later they're still not paying and you're gonna start that eviction process. You're just that much, that's much more time ahead. By anyone out there listening and thinking, oh yeah, well, I can go through that process and I'm gonna, you know, delay some of my rents and have eviction. If you have eviction against you on your record, um, you're not ever going to get a rental again. Good luck trying to ever find a rental unit. Um, and normally when we evict, we don't just put that person's name on there. We put everybody's name possibly in that unit, and Jane, Jane Doe and John Doe, Doe included. So when you do eviction, you are evicting everyone in that property. So don't think you, you can do it, and then my wife will get you know the next place and we'll screw over that landlord. Don't think you're going to be, get away with that because no one will rent to somebody who's been evicted. Um, you know, we, I don't even, even flinch if I look at somebody who's been evicted. And they'll have their same their story and their song and dance. Um, but I know from my own experience, if somebody's been evicted, they were really jerks and they did not want to work it out. So why are they going to want to work it with a, you know, it's just not somebody I want in our property. Um, so don't think you're going to play that game. Sheriffs are the ones that need to be there to help you do it. Um, also, I recommend never going to a property on your own, um, just for safety. Um, also for, you know, he said, she said kind of thing. He'll, you can say um, just the presence of having, having somebody, having a, a, a mob with you, you know, like having a group with you. You 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 feel that much more safer and, and and you know empowered as well, but you do feel a lot safer because a lot of times you're going to these properties that are, um, you know, that you don't know what's behind door number one kind of thing. So be careful. And these people are not in the right state of mind in general. So definitely go to a property with somebody around you. Um, I've. Uh, been through property. We had a moving truck one time. We were moving somebody out another property and uh, we just used a moving truck to show up at the property like we're going to start moving their stuff. So things like that can be helpful. Show up with the moving truck, um, you know, to start talking to them. They'll, they'll get it. Um, but definitely don't go there uh, by yourself. Uh, if you're not somebody who's not confident or, you know, 
you know, you're a, a smaller woman or an older person, you know, don't go there because just it's, your safety is not worth it because these are not the right state of mind people you're going to be dealing with. Um, you show up there with a few people if you can, just, just for your own protection. And I, I do it all the time just to come with, uh, you know, come with presence, I guess you can say. Um, sometimes I don't even talk. I just stay in the back and I'll listen uh, and I'll have somebody else kind of start the conversation. So I'll just listen. Um, it kind of shows your, you don't need to play your cards at front, up front sometimes. Um, this is all just little things, guys. Um, you know, if you do have a cop friend or eviction friend or, or somebody who has kind of authority, bring them along, of course. Um, but yeah, you can do it. <laughs> so question one, uh, we have this a segment where we have investors ask questions. Tony asked a question, should I invest in a security camera to monitor all my properties? Um, great question. Yeah, of course, if you're fixing flips, you know, it's not a bad idea to have pro uh, cameras there. You do got to have Wi-Fi or some kind of internet for these cameras, so that's the hard part. And then streaming service of it all. Um, we've done fake cameras, but generally when you're buying a property, you just bought the property and they already kind of have control. They're living it. They have all their stuff. So good luck trying to get a camera on it, you know, without them even damaging it. Um, that's going to be kind of hard to put the security camera on the property. Yeah, if you can put a camera, but in general, a camera is not going to do much in general. It's going to take a picture of somebody or a video of somebody. It's not going to prevent them. You know, you just, you're catch, <laughs> catching a video of somebody that's there. You're going to go knock on the door and see them there anyway. You know, and so it's not, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that useful other than to see and make you mad that you know there's people there. <laughs> Um, so I don't even think it's worth it, honestly, to if they are squatting in the property. Upcoming events. Um, we have a lot of events coming up. We have, we're speaking at a, a big EXP um, event. We're speaking at Tony's event on stage. Super excited to be a part of that. That's for agents. Love to all you agents to come check that out. And I love to give back to agents and just provide you guys with a ton of value, how to grow social, how to find good rentals for yourself. Um, you know, just different ways to help you grow and be better as an agent. Um, so I love actually talking to agents actually a lot. Um, and then on the Big Island, I have some really, really good friends, uh, D and uh, Vince. They have this amazing event. They have a really cool event coming up on the Big Island at um, the Mahalani Hotel. And that is the Blueprint. That's a Millionaire Mastermind Blueprint. And that's June 29th to uh, July 2nd. And that's super excited to be at that event on the Big Island, be speaking, be around high-level people, really. Um, I love going to events and just learning and networking and seeing what people are up to. So definitely come to events or come to our event, too. We have another. We have our own event coming up in a couple months. We haven't had a date yet. Um, we'll do some smaller meetups as well, but we have an event coming up. We have some great deals for you guys, too, so check out our portal. Um, go to Indar indarhawaii.com and check out our page there we have a bunch of bunch of things on there some airbnbs across the islands if you want to stay at some airbnbs we have our turtle car um, you can invest with us on some deals we have a huge multifamily, amazing deal coming up i'm super excited it's been years and years trying to find this deal actually it's a it's a huge multifamily fix and flip actually uh, 3.1 million and we'll sell this at 7 million with some huge huge rehabs and a lot of work to it 
um, excited to to get involved in that property project and um, trying to close out our Janesville big property right now been eight months trying to close this thing um, I think we're close almost there almost at the the final 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 stages of it all uh, been a really hard process working with these lenders so we're close there and um, yeah so see you guys stay tuned follow us and like and subscribe and please comment below because I really appreciate the comments and love answering and talk to everybody and all the questions there's no bad questions I have a ton of questions myself I'm constantly asking questions to people so you know why not you thank you guys aloha